This episode is brought to you by Stay Blovely, a brand out of Greensboro everyone should know about. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y. Each piece of clothing fuses fashion with designs that empower the black community while teaching the basis and meaning of black origins and culture through short videos about each piece on their site. Plus, you can get everything from long and short sleeve tees to hoodies and sweatshirts for under $40. Oh, and shipping is free all day, every day. Visit stayblovely.com. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y.com to shop their collections and on to the episode welcome to the 116th episode of the free pizza podcast today's guest is d battle a barber and business owner enjoy Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have someone that's a very vital part of my life, my barber, D. Battle. What's up? What's going on, my brother? Chilling, man. Demetrius Battle for his full D name. D. Battle. D. Battle, exactly. <laughs> D. Battle is his name, but he's been my barber for, I feel like it's been like almost 10 years. Yeah, it's been like, like eight. 2000, uh, yeah, I was a sophomore, junior in uh, college. Yeah. I mean, I walked by and I needed a haircut, didn't have a car. Yeah, I was walking up Spring Garden. I said, "Try this place out," and uh, that was it. There it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, happy that you're here. Happy that um, you know, you're able to do this and kind of tell us what you've been doing and your journey so far. So we're gonna dive in. Yeah, man. Cool. So uh, tell us where uh, cutting hair started for you. Um, cutting hair started for me in probably like '97, man. God, that's yeah. crazy. '97, <laughs> my um. <laughs> So, um, my uncle is a barber and I mean, I've been around it my whole life. So I started to practice on myself and my little brother when I was like in the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So that was like, yeah, I want to say about 96, 97, 97, 98 in the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties, man. So, um, yeah, that's where it started, man. Just, you know, growing up in the barbershop, Mm -hmm. uh, my mom dropped me off at the school. I'm sitting around yeah. watching aunt go to work and I just, it just, it struck, it, it just struck something in me, man. And That's I was dope. like, yo, I want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So aunt taught me a little, you know, couple of things, you know, the first, um, the basic cut, the even yeah. cuts, yeah. you know, I won't do no blends and nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, you're a little kid. Strictly, strictly evens and lining up, you yeah. know, and once I got that down packed, I was like, okay. You know, a couple years went by. I mm-hmm. got good at that, and it mm-hmm. was like, all right, let's let's up down here a little bit. Yeah. Give me, give me. They started me on the tapers, and then once I went from the tapered haircuts, went to the fades, mm-hmm. and the rest was history. That's that's love, man. I love when it's like from a very young age and directly from a family member. Mm-hmm. You know, so obviously you, uh, I'm sorry, obviously your parents probably saw that you took a liking to that as you got older. So what were they saying? Were they pretty supportive of it? My mom bought me my first set of clippers. Okay. Um, okay. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She bought me the first set, and um, my uncle told her what to get, and she went to the store. She surprised me with them, actually. That's dope. But she got the wrong one. Like, <laughs> so I was like, when when I seen him, I was like, this ain't what he told you to get, but I still worked him, yeah, you know, yeah. because he had taught me so much, and I right. just took what, he, took what he taught me, and I just applied it to those clippers, and right. it worked. But it wasn't as good as it could have been. And right. then I just saved my little money from the neighborhood. And then I went and bought my yeah. first set. You know, he threw me a set of tremors, some, some, and I still have them. Like, and they really? still work. And I, man, I had them tremors for years. No way. And they still A1. The Free Piece of Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. That's dope. Yeah, you can keep them. You, right. know, you can keep them for a long time. Because you take care of it. It's yeah, you part, take care of perfectly. it. It's a, it's a uh, what, do I, what am I looking for? Um, it's a tool. You yeah. know, it's a, 
it's it's meant to be taken care of. Right. You know, and right. you can keep it for as long as you, you want to if you take care of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So you mentioned you were cutting hairs this around neighborhood. Yeah, my neighborhood. You you probably age what what how old do you think you were? Uh about twelve, thirteen. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. So you was getting were you going up down down the street and saying, Hey, I'll cut your hair for this amount of money or Nah, what? they started seeing my brother haircut. Okay. You know? There you go. So he was my he was my walking <laughs> He was the what, what would happen was like my my uh my little brother he didn't even he didn't go to our uncle like because it was another cat in our neighborhood that cut hair that was older than me mm-hmm. and he was like my big homie so he was teaching me things as well as my uncle so i had like it, it was just coming from both angles man and and i i appreciate both of them for that and so he just liked being in the neighborhood i'm like bro let's go to the shop he's like man I ain't trying to go up there and wait <laughs> <laughs> i'm waiting two three hours i don't care because i know i'm gonna slice me like I need to be sliced, right? So yeah. I go up there and I sit, I come back home, I'm looking at him like, it ain't right. Mm-hmm. So then I go in there and fix him up. Yeah. And then everybody be like, uh, my man in the neighborhood, his name was uh, Lawrence. We call him L, L. Riddles. So I like, they be like, yo, L, cut your hair? Tony? That's my little brother. And they like, he like, nah. Well, he did, but D fixed it up. Yeah. So then that's when it started to be like, Okay, let's go to D now. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was in the neighborhood. Then, of course, he got his license. He went in the shop. Mm-hmm. Now, I was the only one left in the neighborhood cutting. So, <laughs> I was basically taking everybody in the neighborhood. So, that was it, man. Dang. All through from middle school all the way till I graduated high school. Yeah. I was cutting the neighbors up, you know, teaching, the, you know, young cats around me how to cut hair, yeah. you know. Same thing I'm doing now, basically. Yeah, but like, is he doing that now? Yeah, with, that's uh, it, man. Mentorship just just trying to pass it along because I ain't going to be here forever. See, I love that. We'll come back to that mindset later mm-hmm. as you're, you know, because that's what you're kind of working on now. But that's crazy. Do you remember how long, how much you even charging back then? Like five ahead I, or something I like that? I probably won't even charge it. Like, because I just loved it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I eventually want to get back to that. And like we said, we'll talk about that mindset later. But I really want to do something different so that I can cut hair for free. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just, I just love to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really. I charge because I have to. You know, yeah. we got bills and all that other stuff. But yeah. <laughs> outside of that, man, I want to put myself in a position that one day my clients can just come to me and I'm not charging them nothing. Like, right. I'm just getting you fresh and you gone. Yeah. Was it you having direct kind of impact on how people look? Kind of Is that what made you like it so much? No. I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question because um, me and a partner was talking about this the other week about what really uh, made us want to become barbers yeah it was the money like okay. <laughs> like <laughs> man listen it was the it was the money first the freedom of you know making your own schedule mm-hmm. and wearing what you want to wear oh yeah that was it yeah. those three things most barbers i'm telling you if i had to say um a majority of barbers that started out it was one of those three reasons yeah the yeah. money the freedom of, you know, making their own schedule and wearing what they want to wear to work. Absolutely. That's, That's what I'm trying to fight towards now. Just <laughs> <laughs> the uniform. Keep fighting, brother. <laughs> Bro. That's crazy. So, I mean, all throughout in high school, middle school, all that, you were just cutting hairs on the side. Yep. Going to school. Mm-hmm. Did you even go to college route at all? I did. Tried it out. It wasn't for me. Like, I, I'm not going to say it wasn't for me. Yeah. I just knew what I wanted to do. Right. From the start. Like, right. I was like, my thing was, uh, I played sports while mm-hmm. I was in school. Basketball mm-hmm. was like my main thing. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, okay, if I don't make it to the NBA, I want to go overseas. If I, don't, if I don't make it overseas, I just be somebody who played in college. Mm-hmm. If that don't work out, then I always have barbering to fall back on. Like, that was my thing. It was like, it wasn't a plan A, B, C. It was mm-hmm. like plan A and then A1. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan B. It was like, if this hooping thing don't work, yeah. I'm cutting hair for the rest of my life until I say I'm done with it. Like, Absolutely. And that was that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm happy about that because I know there's a lot of people that, you know, uh, tried a college route and it worked out for them mm-hmm. and they still not doing what they love. Exactly. And then there's some that it didn't work out for and they haven't found what they love yet so i'm i'm just glad i found it early man yeah. like a lot of people don't have that luxury no they do not uh, i know uh, interviewing people on the show actually who definitely mm-hmm. didn't find out until way later and yeah. they wish they would have discovered it when they were earlier so like i said you doing that at a young age was is super dope and i, was, I already put you ahead of a lot of people so you going to barber school was that 
obviously you have to go to get to legally do it, right? Yep. So I'm sure it's a lot different than it is now. So you want to tell us how that was for you? Um, when I went, it was um, an ex girlfriend of mine, cousin. Um, when I was living in Winston Salem, mm-hmm. he was cutting hair, and she knew I, you know, she knew I cut. I was cutting her nephew and everybody um, on college campus and stuff. Well, I ain't gonna say everybody, but a lot of yeah, people was coming people. to me. Had a nice little clientele and. She was just like, why don't you get a license? In my mind, I was like, you know, I'm trying to hoop. I'm trying to do this. I'm, I'm going to the league. Like, I don't know. I'm really caring about that. And she was just like, well, what if it don't work out? Yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. Let's let's see what, what can happen. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what I did. I ended up going to barber school and got the license. And I didn't even start cutting in the shop right away. Like, right mm-hmm. away, well, I, I did. I'll take that back. I went to a shop. Stayed there for a few months. I didn't really like it. And then I left and started cutting from the crib. Mm-hmm. And then I was just going to be like, my thing was, I'm going to be the mobile barber and all that. <laughs> to all mobile barbers <laughs> listening to this right now that's really doing it, I salute y'all because it's not for everybody. Yeah. I promise you. Because my whole thing with the mobile barber thing was going to people's houses not knowing what I was walking into. Oh, yeah. I didn't think so I had that. a client I had a client who had a pit bull running around loose one day and, and got tangled up in my cords and oh. broke like three sets of tremors. And we looking at each other and I'm like, well, I can't finish the cut, but these need to be re- replaced. Like, now he don't have the money. Now I got to come up with the money to fix my... So I was like, you know what? I'm done. And then the price that I was charging at that time, I think I was only charging at that time like $50 to come to your house. Yeah. It's way yeah. different now. Like yeah. If I come to your house now, that ticket is crazy. <laughs> Double, so, triple, yeah. So um, they was complaining about the 50 And I'm like, well, you know, yeah. I'm not going to fight people about that. So, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I didn't think mobile. I didn't even think about if something mobile back then with barbers. I guess I saw my grandmother do like salon stuff because she did that back, mm-hmm. back in the day. So it's kind of the same thing. It's that same. that, make, that it's makes same. a lot of sense. Yeah. So, but barber school for a second, step back for for a couple of okay. a couple of minutes. Like, how was barber school for you? Because I needed to put like a certain amount of hours in. Still yeah, back I then, think it was. Or? I think it's. I, uh, I haven't checked in a while, but I think it's the still. Uh, excuse me, it's still. Fifteen hundred hours, okay. Fifteen twenty eight okay. or makes, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. you got to put those hours in. Um, my school, I went to Western Salem Barber School. Um, we went Tuesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think from like eight to four. Mm-hmm. I think we got out earlier on Saturday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we had a class day where we would go over like material review the stuff and then another day so we had like two class days they like wednesday and thursday mm-hmm. and then when you out of class you basically on the floor yeah. so people come in and they just sending people anywhere yeah. you know what i'm saying like so whoever name is next up on the dock they Stop call them. you yeah. you get that client no matter what and the haircuts were like i think they were paying <laughs> the school five dollars yeah i remember that yeah and then we might get tips yeah so you started out they had like the novice side and then when you was about uh, about to graduate they would put you on the advanced side mm-hmm. so i was so happy to get to the advanced side because they would if you were on the advanced side people could request you mm-hmm. so once they start to see how i was doing mm-hmm. they'd be like yo i want to see the battle all right cool they would come and then those people would end up leaving me tips oh that's dope so that's how i would get my little money i worked a little part-time job too okay, while i was there uh at a little retail store called Stephen Berry's. They weren't even in business that long, but oh, wow. it was like a college um, apparel store. Yeah. And they yeah. had like some of the, I think um, Stephon Marbury had his his uh, brand in there. Serena Williams. Oh, dope. Um, there was a couple of other celebrities, you know, had yeah. a little stuff in there, but yeah. oh man, that was like, barber school for me was, it was a trip because I came in by myself. Mm-hmm. So when I came in June of 2008, I was the only person that, that enrolled that month. Mm-hmm. Everybody else came in. You know, they had a few people in their classes. But, yeah. man, I met some lifetime friends in there, man. A couple of cats that I'm still cool with. Word. And um, 
Yeah, it was straight, man. That's what's up. It was yeah. straight. I usually, I, I like to ask about what you had to go to barber schools and everyone's experience is mm-hmm. different. So I was wondering how that was. So did you have to put in a certain number, number of hours in a, a shop after you were? Nah, once okay. you uh, come out of uh, barber school, you do what is called a uh, the apprenticeship. Yeah. And you have to work under a registered barber mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. And then you can go get your registered license. So I think the apprenticeship is for used to be three years. Mm-hmm. So after you get your license, you have three years to pass the registered test. The test, that's right. And then I think if you didn't pass it in that two to three years, then I I can't remember what. Happened. I don't know if you had to start the apprenticeship over, yeah. pay for some more paperwork or whatever. I was like, bump that. I'm getting mine in year one. Yeah. So you know. They set it up right after school. My school paid for my first test. Mm-hmm. And when I went, um, I took, they give you the written part first and the practical. The mm-hmm. practical is the haircut and shave. Right. So you do the written part. It's like 110 question test. You got to pass. You pass with 70 or better um, answers. Now, I took the written and then we walked, you know, they took us to the other room where the practical was being set up and my model hair wasn't long enough. Oh, no. So I had to... I think they... What did they give me? Um, had to come back in like a few months. It's like maybe like two to three months. So you had to go... Oh, so you couldn't do so it. So basically... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I had to set up that test again. Yeah. Which I had to pay for out of pocket. Dang. Um, because the school paid for the entire test and then if you had to come back and take it, Anytime after that, you had to come out of pocket. So right. that my my next model, he passed. I just went on in, um, did the haircut and shave. They sent me my registered license. Like, well, they sent me the um, paperwork saying I passed. Mm-hmm. Probably like a few weeks after that, and then my license came in the mail. But even when the first model didn't pass, mm-hmm. I still could cut because they give you like a. Uh, I think it's like a. Uh, what do they call that thing? It's like a work certificate or something that still, still oh, yeah, le- yeah. allows you to cut, cut in hair. a shop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Under a registered barber. So I was still good. I was still in that window. Yeah. And I passed it, though, within that year. And, you know, like I said, went in the shop for a little bit and it didn't really like what was going on. Yeah. 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 Um, And then that was it, man. So. That's wild, bro. Yeah. So what was your, what's, how'd you get in Debonair? Oh man, that was a journey, man. Before I, but bro, before I hit yeah, Debonair, the journey to yeah, that. yeah. Before yeah. I hit Debonair, I started out at the ex girlfriend's cousin <laughs> shop. Him and um, it was like old timey shop or whatever. It had been up for years. Like mm-hmm. the guy that owned it at the time, uh, God rest his soul, Mister Mister Myers. Mm-hmm. He was probably like sixty plus when I got over there, and wow. then they were in their late. They probably was like in their mid-30s. You know, yeah. I'm coming out of school. I'm like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. I don't know much of nothing besides cutting hair. I don't know about, you know, how to get clients and all that stuff. It was just all my stuff came from word of mouth mm-hmm. because people knew me. But when you get in a shop, you got to build trust. Like, so they like, yo, you got to be here. And I'm like, but it's slow. Like, I can be doing <laughs> something else. Yeah. Nah, even when it's slow, you got to be here. And I'm yeah. like, what? No, man, I'm not doing that. I need to go somewhere where it's clicking. So I left there, did the mobile thing for like a few <laughs> months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Didn't like that. Found another shop. Um, won't there long. Fast forward about another three, four shots. I probably hit about six shots before I hit Debonair. Oh Debonair my. was my seventh. Oh my but it, God. but it, but it, it's crazy. Like through all that. I, I learned a lot from different owners. Say, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, if I would have got to Debonair before I knew what I knew, it wouldn't have been as good as it was for those five years I was there. Yes. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known how to take what I got because I gained a lot of clients from from uh, that shop. That's it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it was a journey, but I'm glad I went on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to go on it, man. You gotta, mm-hmm. I, I think any profession, you got to do your time. Got to. And that's just part of, that was just part of dudes. your time. Yeah, <laughs> I had to pay them just dudes, you know man. I'm paying, I'm, I remember charging $10, man, for a grown man. I was like, I look back at that now, like, I was getting robbed. Like, <laughs> you robbed yourself. Oh, my God, bro. My boo rent won't know, but like maybe $75, and I could barely pay it because 10, 10 bucks a head. You're bro. the cut. With bills. 
Oh my God! And this ain't five a week, right? Yeah, both right. Yeah, seventy five a week. Yeah, you know. And you gotta live. You got rent of your live, own place. Man. Like, and I'm talking about these days. I'm in the shop five, six days a week, man. I might not see a head till Thursday. God, because <laughs> you gotta separate yourself as a barber. I mean, yeah, that's I'm a, telling you, man. that's why it's so impressive to me that you've done what you've done now. That you gotta it takes it's impressive a long, to me. Like, <laughs> you got a long time to do that, man. It takes yeah, a while. Man. I remember one, in one of those shops, man. I remember having a conversation with my mom, and um, you know, she was telling me she was like, "Well, baby, may, maybe, maybe it might be time for you to just come on home." I was like, "Nope." <laughs> I would rather struggle in Greensboro before I go back home, man. Yes. So, you know. Yes, and that's what it is. It's a struggle, man. That's it. You got to persevere, and you have. So, um, Debonair, you were probably there for the longest out of the seven shops, yeah, right? definitely. Five yeah. years, man. So, what made that different from the other ones? Um, the owner, man. Like, like I said, I learned a lot of stuff from different owners. Yeah. And he was probably, I would say, the best Mm-hmm. Or one of the best. I had like two. Mm-hmm. It was an older cat that I worked for in Winston, and they were kind of similar. Like, cause they, they were the type of owners that would let you blossom in their shop without stepping on your toes. Like yeah. when they see you doing good, mm-hmm. they're gonna encourage you to do better. It's not like, oh, I see him doing good, I gotta put a stop to that. Yeah, they weren't greedy. Yeah. You know, it wasn't all about booth rent. Of course, it's business. You gotta get your money. I'm, I'm renting a space. Yeah, but it was also like. Um, like in that shop, you know, I started my own brand basically yep. mm-hmm. inside of a brand that was already established. So it's kind of like a lot of times people don't let you do that, right. especially without he wasn't even charging me nothing. Like he could have been making money off of me by letting me, you know, become a brand in his space. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He was That's just like, crazy. yo, do your thing. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was, that was, that he was a blessing, man, for real, because he helped. Um, like I said, help by letting me establish resurrection cuts inside of you know resurrection cuts was just a thought, and mm-hmm. then it just happened. Yeah, yeah, and that was it. Because fresh, Re- fresh we trust came That's just, before. Yeah, yeah, that, that came a, that came before, and fresh we trust yeah. was really a brand for myself that I let people trick me into mm-hmm. putting out to the masses, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really for the masses. Like I got it tattooed in the inside of my arm mm-hmm. because, um, this is when I first got on Instagram heavy mm-hmm. and I used to, and I used to hashtag and fresh. We trust on all my pictures. Mm-hmm. And a partner of mine was like, yo, that's your brand. I was like, what you mean? He was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, mm-hmm. uh, you gotta get that copyright. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, what does that mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. I'm just <laughs> hashtagging just stuff. And when he sat me down and we went over the stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. So what can I do with this copyright? And he started to tell me, like, if you ever want to do apparel or merchandise and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I tried it, and it was it was, it was was cool because what came off of In Fresh We Trust was Tip Your Barber. Mm-hmm. That was under the umbrella mm-hmm. of In Fresh We Trust. And mm-hmm. then... Tip your barber started to take off. Yep. And I was like, okay, let me focus on that. So at Fresh We Trust just became my own personal brand. Tip your barber became more of a brand for the barber industry. Absolutely. And then Resurrection Cuts, this is my business. Right. You know, what I want to one day franchise and, you know, uh employ other barbers and stuff in the future. Right. So right. yeah, man, like uh, and all that started right there at Devin F in them five years. Absolutely. I remember I remember all that. Yeah. That's why I just want to talk to you about it because I mean this is also another avenue, stream avenue a barber can take is establishing a brand. Yep. You were selling apparel, you were, you know, shopping it towards other barbers. And you know what? What I've recently found out from one of my mentors is and of course you know this. Everybody listening should know this. You're already a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just everybody. by your name. Yeah. Like if you take that and turn that into something, you're a brand. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, who's gonna buy into it? Find yeah. your niche, get your clients, and then go from there. Exactly. You know, but exactly. we're all brands. Yeah. Some people just don't know how to how market to, themselves. Yeah, market themselves. That's know? all it is. It's crazy. That's the that's the fine line between successful and not. Is how are you marketing and how are you just, just you know just putting yourself out there? Exactly. You know, you did that in a very good way, I think, because I'm sure you learned a lot from those brands mm-hmm. and those, those steps you took to kind of like get more of yourself out there. So, because it's still your barber and fresh. Is that still now? And fresh we trust is still 
an entity right. in the state of North Carolina. Under, okay, yes. Tip Your Barber is it's um it's under that umbrella. Okay. And then okay. Resurrection Cuts, we just well not we but me. Mm-hmm. Um that became my business in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In twenty seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I remember all that actually. Yep. That's incredible. So I went. So at this time, like, or maybe maybe in two thousand, you know, we got the shop two thousand ten. We got the Debonair was around there two thousand two thousand twelve. Twelve, yeah, twelve. Debonair, were you were you still pretty happy with? Because I remember you as a kid saying you were, you know, you like not having a uniform, you like, you know, the cash and all that. Oh, I was still, real happy at Debonair. Okay, so you were still kind of feeling the same way, man, like no, no doubts was, at all. Man, listen, when I got there, that that might have. I tell you what, like. Until I see what the future holds, yeah. And my this this month actually makes ten years that I've been a licensed barber. Mm-hmm. Those five years were the best in my career, hands down. Word, hands down. That's Just the whole family that was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, the owner letting me do my thing, mm-hmm. and we was like brothers and i didn't have that anywhere else you know i had i had some cats at the other spaces that i was cool with but it wasn't like like that you know that five years man that's a long time like when i think about it 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 went by quick but it's like yo like um i really grew in that space because i remember when i first got there man i was blowing money man like My God, we was going, going out. out. Yeah, he told me. Man, I I'm talking that. about party getting hard. I was single. I ain't had no kids. I wasn't, yes. you know, I wasn't married. Um, Free Pizza is sponsored by the Center for Visual Artists, also known as CVA. We are a nonprofit arts organization that supports local emerging artists as well as the Greensboro arts community. Please come visit us at 200 North Davies Street in Greensboro, North Carolina, inside the Cultural Arts Center in downtown. It was just me, man. So yeah. I was just, just I get money. Different person. It's gone. Yeah. Shoe plug come through. We getting the sneakers. Like mm-hmm. it was whatever. But then that's why I say I grew because I met my I met my financial advisor mm-hmm. through one of my clients. Right. Uh, he was going to A and T at the time. Was about to graduate. He got introduced to our financial advisor from somebody else, and mm-hmm. then he turned me on. Yeah. And then from that, you know, I turned a few people around me on to him and all that stuff, that's man. Dope. Yeah, that 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 switched my whole life up, man. Because I started thinking about like, like life insurance, yeah, <laughs> um, investing, investing, all this type of stuff. Man, I wasn't thinking about none of that when I first started. I was like, yo, I'm just gonna spend money and, until I die. And then that was like, well, okay, you you're a father, you're a husband. Mm, yes, you can't spend money till you die. We now, so cannot. what you gonna do? Absolutely, and yeah, man. So I I grew up in that shop, man. Dude, that's dope. And do they teach you the financial part of it when you're in barber school? I'm curious. Nah. No. Okay. Nah. No. No school, to my knowledge, in North Carolina. Fingers crossed. I want to be the first. Yes. To actually have a financial literacy class in a curriculum in barber school because yes. you're going to make a lot of money mm-hmm. while cutting hair. Like it's because this is like it's a uh, what do you call it? It's uncapped. Money, yeah. like they can't say nobody can say, like even if you in a shop and the owner say, "Yo, we're open from eight to six mm-hmm. you can still cut hair from After. from six to whatever time you want to stop when you go home. Mm-hmm. So how can you not make a lot of money when there's no cap on the money yeah, you make? Absolutely, you the only cap. Yeah, when you say I'm done, that's when you. In. So yeah, so it's it's like I said when I first started really when I really started making good money. Yeah. If I would have knew what I knew now, I probably mm-hmm. would have had a bunch of shops open. Yeah. But it was the fact that nobody taught me. Mm-hmm. And the and the people that I was looking up to were old dudes mm-hmm. spending money like they were young. Absolutely. Like, they wasn't saving no money. So, what do, what do you think I was going to do? Spend the money. Spend money like that. Recklessly, them. yep. That's it. So, now the youngins under me, they already talking to financial advisors at 21. Mm-hmm. 22 yeah that's crazy so they're gonna be all right exactly and that's (laughs) 
I feel like I don't know why none of these schools now, except for certain schools do in certain art industries, they don't teach the financial side because people come out of those programs and they're lost. We know you why, know? but that's a topic for yeah, uh, that's a, the Daniel White the Daniel show. White like, show like, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to keep that short on yeah. this one. <laughs> well, well, definitely, that's a whole discussion yeah. on institutions and, I'm and with all it. that. Just yeah. let me know. Yeah, I'll give you a ring again. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned for that episode. But um, I'm wondering, how did you, because obviously you, you got taught a lot in school, but obviously you had to still keep your skills intact and enhanced outside of mm-hmm. you working at the shop. So how were you learning new styles, like learning new ways, techniques outside of you? Um, you know, going to, shop? going to barber trade shows. Okay. You know, Perfect. they got, um, of course, a lot of people probably know about the Bronner brothers that be in Georgia, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta, Georgia. They re- well actually they just did their show last year in New Orleans so I don't know oh, wow, how okay. yeah I don't know if that's about to be a thing but since I've been going it was in Georgia yeah. so um, you got that I just got introduced to the what is it is it uh I want to say it's IBS mm-hmm. that's the International Beauty Show oh dope it be yeah. in New York yeah that's right then okay. they got. Barbican that be in New York also. You got a lot of shows and I, I have twenty twenty, I believe I'm gonna go to LA. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go across the across the world yes. and um go see what Cali is talking about because I follow a lot of those Cali barbers on social media and they just fit it just seems like I don't know if it's the money or they actually love it, you know, because I don't know them personally. Mostly you don't know to meet them. But um to see how they move, man. And then when I when they come to shows on this side and teach, you know, some of the instructors, it's just mm-hmm. like they just got a whole different it's feel different, over yeah. there, man. I was like, I gotta go see about that. <laughs> Cause I feel like it a it a you know, ten years is kinda like like the last few months I kinda been feeling like, man, like, okay, what's next? Yeah. That's my question. I keep yeah. asking myself, like, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. So now that's the thing. It's like, okay, let me go, let me go across here. Cause I done okay. been to shows, you know, here, um DC. DC, yeah, Florida, yeah. Georgia. Um, so I haven't been over there. East Sacramento, yeah. you know, everything's been East Coast because that's where I'm from, of course. But I was like, man, I gotta branch out. Yes, because there may be some opportunities over there that you, you know, know that, that I haven't in, I haven't been introduced to yet. So yeah. you know, so yeah, that's the thing, man. That's the, the networking part. It's, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't understand like what you can do as a barber. You know, that's why I'm happy that you know have you on here because I didn't know about barber trade shows or man, barber any of that. That's a lot crazy, of stuff, man. Like you know, it's barbers that are sponsored by companies. Oh yeah, for they free getting equipment. flown out, they teaching yeah. and all that stuff. You know, yeah. but. That's neither here nor there. I I, yeah. I hear a lot of a lot of that stuff is uh it depends on who you are as a person. Like yeah. me, I'm all I've always been like I want to help people, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to be like boasting. Yeah, yeah. you know some yeah, of, some some saying. of those people that that's like sponsor like that man they they are complete a holes. Yeah, like, you know when you meet them, it's yeah. like oh wow. But you know that's them. If that's what they want to do with their life, that's fine. But right. I wouldn't even care to be sponsored by a company if mm-hmm. it's gonna keep me from being genuine to people. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, so some that, people let that stuff go to their head, and then yeah. they they just forget where they started. Yeah, which is how you end up losing. In the yeah, end, but I already know. So it's like, nah. I just want to genuinely help people mm-hmm. be successful at what they want to do. It ain't even got to be barbering. Like, if I mm-hmm. can just spark a conversation with somebody and 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 um inspire them to go hard at what they're doing and mm-hmm. you know do it i yeah. would love for somebody to do that with me right, which so, I, yeah. I got a certain i got a lot of people around me that do that man yeah, yeah. i don't i don't tolerate complaining no more like, oh yeah it's, it's over for me <laughs> discuss that many yeah, it's times. Over for me, man. Like, yeah exactly yeah which is dope that's another topic we can talk to as well <laughs> we can go for days but i want to talk about you Eventually, obviously, you're in your own shop now. You leaving Debonair because obviously you were having a good time there. Yeah, it wasn't anything bad. Mm-mm. So maybe tell us what kind of led you to do that. Um, it wasn't bad. It just was time to go. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. I had five years was it for me. That's what God had for me. He was like, you know, I'm gonna put you here. You're gonna learn what mm-hmm. I need you to learn, mm-hmm. and I gotta take you on this next part of your journey. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'll be in my suite before I open up a space, before I 
do what's next on my journey but that's what it was it was yeah. like you know i'm trying to introduce them to certain things that i was interested in and it was like the feedback that i was getting from it kind of made me feel like oh man like i was frustrated mm -hmm. and then when i look back on it now hindsight you know that's why i said it's like i don't have time for people complaining no more because mm -hmm. you can do something to change your situation yeah I can't change your situation for you. Now, yeah. I may have certain resources or something that I can tell you about, but if you don't apply to work, then you, you're just going to be stuck in the same place talking about what you haven't done or mm -hmm. what you can't do mm -hmm. next year. So I don't have time for that because if I sit around listening to you, then I'm going to be wasting my time. So Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's what it was. No bad blood. It was just that I felt like they weren't as driven as me. So yeah. I had to go, you know, be by myself and you know figure it out yeah yeah and that's dope because and that's not, that's a very uncommon story about when you work with people that sometimes it's like that it's not a bad thing it's just that you mm -hmm. see if you have a vision all right i gotta carry it out that's it you know if you, you don't play what ifs later on no so you got to the shop and you're over at the suites uh off uh wendover yep phoenix suite so how would you go about finding this space Water space? Or did you look around at other places? I, I, you know, when I was leaving Debonair, I was going. I was actually about to open a shop. Yeah. yeah. And you know, through a lot of talking to mentors, talking to the family, praying, fasting, and all that, it just kind of it wasn't the time, and I and it started to feel like I was rushing it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I I gotta open a shop. Like, I'm doing this type of stuff now. I have to have a shop. But it was like no. Excuse me. It's yeah. not time for that. So mm -hmm. how I found this space, like, I stay right up the street, you know, a couple minutes from here. Mm -hmm. And um, happened to be riding by one day. This this whole space used to be something else. Yeah. When I moved on the side of town, I remembered it. So I seen it for, I think it was like a for lease or a for sale sign out front. Mm -hmm. and this is before they actually opened this oh, space. Good. So when I peeped through the window, I was looking for a spot to open a shop. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, oh man, that's too much space. I don't need that much. Yeah. And that's when a few months later, Phoenix popped up. Okay. And they had already, you know, broke it down to separate suites and everything. So when I came back through and I seen that and I stepped in, talked to the manager or whatever, got the numbers together, talked it over with the wife and I was like, yo, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Like, it's close to the crib um, and I can get my brand you know, known mm -hmm. yeah. on a on a small scale yeah. before we put it out, you know, to the masses. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Were you were you skeptical of? Because obviously you were in a college area, so you probably yeah. got a lot of foot traffic in that shop because yep. people lived around there, and obviously you move. I mean, it's people who live over here. A lot of people live over here, oh, yeah. but obviously it's different from a college. Mm -hmm. where you probably, it's probably a little bit more constant because at the time you weren't really doing the. I wasn't the doing any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I had exactly. just. I had only been doing. I got on Booksy probably about. I remember, yeah, Booksy was. I, le I left Debonair at twenty seventeen. I got over here in twenty seventeen. Yeah, I was on Booksy probably like twenty fifteen. Okay, so yeah. you were like, okay, yeah, you were on Booksy. Yeah, I was on Booksy for about two years. That's right. I didn't remember mm -hmm. that. So you were still people were still signed up through the yeah, app. So they people were still doing that. Can easily come here. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. And so you weren't really feeling a way a negative. Oh way no, about I was scared. Here. Okay, you was yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. talk through that. I was scared because, like you said, it was a constant flow over there. Yeah. And I know it's a lot of people over here, but then you got to think, if if anybody walk outside of this building not knowing it's barbers in here, exactly. you're not going to know it's one in here. So yeah. that that told me you really have to promote yourself on social media. Yes. And that's what helped me out over here. Of course, mm -hmm. I had some people that came, some of my old clients, they didn't like the location. Um, they didn't like the private suite feel and all that stuff. They didn't care for the services that I was offering, mm -hmm. and they went and found another barber. But then yep. they were replaced with people who were actually looking for services that I was offering. So, Absolutely. I mean, it all balanced out. And yep. um, in the two years I've been here, it's been, you know, I've went up on prices. Mm -hmm. um, it's been good some months. It's been bad some months. But that's, mm -hmm. uh, shoot, that's been in my, my entire career. No, that's everything. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, like, yeah. you should already know. It's that's... not going to be peaches and cream every day. You better no. be saving for them rainy days. Yes. Because yeah. now the difference with being over there um, at the college, uh, around college kids versus 
being over here with young and adult professionals, mm-hmm. it's not slow in the summer no more. Oh, oh yeah, that's like right. my summers used to be a drag dead, yeah. when when kids would leave and go home. Mm-hmm. Now I'm over here where it's businesses. Yeah, people. So people are always needing to be cleaned up. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's. That's the cool thing okay. about coming over here, but yeah, when I first left, man, I was shook because I was like, <laughs> "What am I doing?" But but I, I mean, I had a plan in place too. I yeah. had already saved up, you know, about six months of my little bit of money, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, I feel like in six months, if everything go bad, I got enough money to pay the bills, mm-hmm. and I promote myself strong for six months to gain new clients." And that's yeah. what I did, and it yeah. worked. It worked well. Yeah, it worked, mm-hmm. man. Like you know. With with my price going up, I, I got um I have more time. Yeah. This was this was a meme on social media. Um, <laughs> one of the barbers put up. He said, "If you're always booked, like solid, mm-hmm. your prices are too low." Oh wow! And I didn't That's... think about that until I thought back to when I was at Debonair. Prices weren't bad. I mean, college kids, I was charging like, I think I got up like 25 before I left. Yeah, I think I remember that. But, yeah. um, and and it was times where people would call me, D, can I get it? I'm like, bro, I ain't got nothing until like Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's Tuesday. Yeah. Like everything booked solid. Or, or you, you think you got space for it after hour cut and all that stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. So when I went up and got to the price that I'm at now, It'd be days where I only do six to seven clients, mm-hmm. and I got mad time. And it used to be, if I had mad time like that when I was charging low prices, mm-hmm. I would feel some type of way. Oh, yeah. But now yeah. it's like like what he said. He said a lot of people think it's bad to up your price and lose clients, but you got to understand you need space as an entrepreneur or as a business person mm-hmm. to plan certain stuff. So yeah. if you never have time to plan your next move, that's how you get stagnant because you're oh, doing yeah. the same thing day yeah. in and day out. Yeah. Now I got time to be like, okay, what what can I do next week? Yeah. Or what can I do for next month? What mm-hmm. can I do for next year? And then I sit out, I might have a two-hour block between clients now where I used to get on social media and, and be watching twerk videos <laughs> for hours straight. And then I look up and be like, oh, shoot, I got a client. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, for this hour... If I got a two-hour block, I'm going to take an hour. I'm probably going to read something. I'm yeah. studying something. I'm researching something. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, this next hour, let's promote for yeah. a whole hour. Just throw pictures up, throw oh, yeah, videos up, all that stuff. Yeah. So now it's like yeah. being more constructive with my time Yeah. versus then I get a quick 30-minute break. I'm about to see some buns or something. Like yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. But, you know, and that's that's where growth come in. That's crazy. You know? People don't think about that with... Because people are complaining about prices all the time. People hate spending money, and we understand that. <laughs> we understand how that goes. Yeah, being, yeah, we we got to yeah. charge, but it's you really are in a, a competition with time. You're in a battle with time all the time. If you can charge more and have more time, less clients, and get the same kind of money, it makes sense. Perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? To me, it makes perfect sense. Because, you know, I was just, as a photographer, I feel that too. Yeah. You know, I was like, why are you charging them? Because I don't have to take 50 clients. I could take 20. <laughs> You know, come he, on, man. That's, yeah. Come on, less is more, man. Exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. And you have a, and you have a family. Yeah, you have two kids. Mm-hmm. And you have a wife. So yeah, it makes that makes sense to me. Yeah. So obviously, you've had some uh, negative, I guess, kickback with raising your prices. Oh yeah. And you lost clients. You're like, yeah. hey, cool. And did you doubt yourself at all in that time, or you kind of had that no, mindset? No, no, no. I'm I'm never gonna doubt myself because I know the time and effort that I really put into this industry. Like mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I doubted myself. I just I look at them like they weren't no longer meant for me. Exactly. Like y'all, y'all, y'all Y'all been on this journey mm-hmm. as long as you can go. Yeah. It's time for somebody else to ride the wave, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and get some of that positive energy. Cause I, I look at it like if you left, you didn't leave because of me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was just late for appointments or, you know, I didn't value your time and mm-hmm. I did, I just gave you a terrible haircut and all that. I made mistakes and didn't apologize. No, like, so if it were, if your choice was I'm leaving because I want to go to a barber that's cheaper, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem with you spending, you know, less money. If you can get a barber that's, that can give you a quality service for less money, Fine. Yeah. He can deal with that headache. Mm-hmm. Maybe he don't have no life like I got. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. Absolutely. So, you know, he might not have kids. I remember when, well, I, I still wouldn't do it. Like, if I didn't have kids and a wife now, 
being the age that I am, I still would want time to do stuff. To do things, going to do. yeah, exactly. You know, because I didn't have time when that when I was like you said earlier when we, we when you pay them just dudes, mm-hmm. you ain't got no time. No, that's why you paying just dudes. You're paying just dudes to get time in the ladder. Yes, because in the beginning, yeah. if you take time, or oh, you gonna be you're done. You're gonna be done quick. You're done real quick. I promise you, you ain't gonna mm-hmm. make three years. Yeah, I know plenty of barbers that played around early on, or or business people in general. Mm-hmm. That at the, at the, probably like the two and a half three year mark, they was back working a regular nine to five. Right. It ain't for everybody. It's so really not. But you know, from day one, man, I, I figured it was for me. So I was like, I gotta go hard until I can't go no more. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about you is that you you try different things. The services you provide, mm-hmm. I've never known another barber to do what you do as far as the 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 other hair products and you doing just the different things you offer the face you know the face uh, washes and all yep. that so tell us was that kind of vision you had at debonair that they weren't really seeing yeah because that's i got that from going to continuing um the uh barber trade show gotcha okay so like okay. it's barbers that's out there doing it like you see it everybody see it on social media now yeah. um and it's it i mean barbers could have been doing it yeah they just kind of took that side of the industry away from us and gave it to estheticians. Right. So now it was like, oh, if you want a facial, you got to go to an esthetician to get yeah. it. But Barbara's like started all of that stuff. Facials, um, the um, extractions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shampoos. I, well, I ain't going to say they started it, but they can do it too. Right. We went to school for all of that stuff. Right. It just, you know, I think now men on is as as I ain't gonna say they not as uh what you say uh what's the word I'm looking for? Not feminine. Uh, no, 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 not 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 even feminine, not so macho. Macho. We're yes, not we're yes, not so macho. Yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. I seen this uh what is that commercial? Uh I know y'all probably seen it. One of those testosterone pills commercials when it first start oh, out. Yeah. It first start out with the guy laying back, he's getting a face and he's yeah. like, um the 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 narrator, he's like Men today are becoming too soft. Yeah, he's yeah, showing that. And I'm yeah. like, but why is that? Why does that have to be soft? Because that man is is taking care of his, his skin. His skin. Yeah, it's not like it's come not on, soft. man. So once once they got comfortable with that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. You know, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Like I'm cool with my masculinity. Like yeah. I know what, what's what. And so um, they, I I feel like they might have felt like you know. That's not something they want to do because right. it may be feminine to if somebody came in and seen them doing that. But yeah. it's like, bro, if you know you a man, just man. get your money. And, you know, that's all it is exactly. to it. You, you providing a service, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's what it was, man. It was kind of like that's how I feel they looked at it and they didn't yeah. want to, you know, jump off, off the porch and do that. So, yeah, I was like, all right, I've always been like somewhat of a, a loner. Never really thought what anybody – you know, had to say or how they, they felt. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm just gonna do it. If it work, it don't work. Mm-hmm. If it work, it work. Yeah, I'm cool with either result. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's why I applaud you on that. You were willing to try new things. Yeah. No Anything. Matter, it's man. a risk. Anything, you know, it's a risk. Right? But listen, what do, what do they always tell us? The, where the richest place at? Where's the richest place at? Where's the richest place on earth? Or where's the what's the how did they, how did they form that question? Uh, I can't even think about how they form it, but they all, you know, you heard people say the uh, graveyard is like the richest place because everybody died oh, with a yeah. bunch of ideas, yeah. million dollar ideas and a grave site. Yeah, I'm right. putting all mine out until yeah. one of mine get me a million. Like whatever <laughs> no. God will put on my mind in, my, yeah. in a dream, I'm like, it. yo, you know what? Let's try it. Yeah. This might be the one. Yeah. Cause you never know what you're sitting on. You might be sitting on a gold man. Mine. I'm talking about a gold mine. People I hear it every day. And then they be like, nah, cause such and such may feel like, or mm-hmm. nah, they. Man, I don't care about none of that. Yeah. Nothing. Because yeah. so, if I can leave a legacy and take care of my family when I'm dead and gone, yeah. man, listen, one of them ideas got to pay for this. You're right. And that's where every idea came from. Everything we use, everything we see out in the world, some idea. idea. Someone's like, I, that needs to happen. I need to make that idea. You're right. And that's how people who are listening, if you have those ideas, just do it. You just never know. Just do it. I see these I see new services on your 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 little app all the time. All the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if it don't work, guess what? Yeah. A few months go by, I look at the numbers and be like, nah, that didn't Store. hit. 
take it off. Thank you. Yeah. Something else is gonna. I'll be. I, I'll be adding something in 2020. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. Yeah. I got a class set up right now mm-hmm. for the end of this year, going into next year. So probably about February, March of 2020, yeah. you'll see a new service being added. Absolutely. More That's promotions dope. are going. You know, little sponsored ads on social media going to pop up and be like, "Yo, D Battle doing this now. Check them out." Yeah. That's so dope. So I remember you. I what was work? Maybe the steam treatments yeah. or all that. So. How would you kind of, because obviously you didn't know how to do all that stuff before you got here, Mm-mm. so how would you go about learning how to do all that, like the, um, the facial stuff and the steam treatments, how would you? Well, the facials, they're not really that hard, like okay. all the instructions are in your barber book. Okay. So, right. what what happens is, if you go back and, because in school they couldn't go, you know, it's just like any school, like you get a big thick book. Yeah. You got, we had, what was it? nine months mm-hmm. to go through this entire book. So you yeah. know we didn't go through all 20-some chapters. It's like 23, 25 chapters in this book. Right. And I think we finished up at 17. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is continuously educating yourself. Mm-hmm. Go back, open that book up. What didn't they teach me? Yeah. So in that in that chapter where, we, where, where, where they talked about facials, it was more stuff that was in there. So I gotcha. just started reading it. Okay. And then when okay. I read it, I was yeah. like, okay, let me practice it. Mm-hmm. And then once I practiced it enough behind the scenes, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now I'm ready to bring it to my clients. Mm-hmm. Let me see. You know, started throwing it in um, as an uh, additional service and wasn't even charging. Yeah. And then it became like, okay, cool. They liking it. They booking it. Let's let's up the ante a little bit. Let's throw a couple of dollars on the price now. And then mm-hmm. that, that's what it was. So it's like study, practice, apply it. Mm-hmm. I do that with anything. Mm-hmm. That's you know. crazy. I know, and I remember actually coming in here and trying some mm-hmm. services for you to see how we can do it, and that was, that's super dope. Like I said, that's just not what I think, a lot of people think about what barbers, how they do to enhance their brain and skills, yeah. how they do a lot of this you know, service for free, just to see, how, see if it works. You got to. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you're trying something, I feel like you should throw something out for free. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You got a clothing brand, try to, try to you know, do a few hats. Do a few toboggans, do a few out. t-shirts, just yeah. throw them out there and see what happens. See what happens. People wear them for you. People like, yo, where you get that from? Then they can just be your walking billboard and be like, yo, go to this site. Yeah. And boom, they got it for you right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with you, and I know you kind of brought back this idea of, well, brought back walk-ins. But for a while there, you went away from that. So can you tell us kind of your thought process with that? <laughs> Any barbers that right now, I'm gonna go ahead and forewarn you. <laughs> Make sure you're listening to the right barbers, like in this industry. Yeah. Because what happened with me, I got too big headed, man. Like, as we all do sometimes, you know, and I have to admit that. I had to admit it to myself. Like, I had to look myself in the mirror and was like, bro, like, you're in the service industry, bro. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? That's like, that's like you want to go to a restaurant and they say, yo, we only take reservations. Yeah. All right, that's cool. But what if I just want to come in here and just, you know, grab a little something? Mm-hmm. Then sooner or later, that restaurant going to start hearing them customers. And guess what they're going to say? You know what? We might need to do some takeout orders. <laughs> yeah. Just for them. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, let me bring the walk-ins back into it because I don't want to feel like... I'm turning people away. Really, yeah. when I when I stopped doing walk-ins, it was really because my book was like jam-packed with yeah. appointments. Now yeah. that they're not jam-packed, if people want to stop by, if they're in the area, cool, y'all yeah. can do that. And, and if I have time, I'll get you. Mm-hmm. But it's a chance it's you may walk in, and I might be like, "Well, I got somebody coming at one, mm-hmm. and you here at twelve forty-five, and you want a full cut, like." Yeah, some barbers that can cut you in 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Like, yeah. I, I like to take my time with my time. services. So, yeah. I don't yeah. want to rush nobody. So, I won't take you. Mm-hmm. But if I have time, of course. You know, yeah. we'll get you in. And I got a walk-in price and everything. You know, I don't charge the walk-ins what I would charge somebody who set an appointment. I right. charge them a couple dollars ch- cheaper. Yeah. And then it was like, like even with my, um, my consultation uh, price. So, the consultation is for like, <clears throat> excuse me, first-time visitors. Mm-hmm. And they get a gift bag, but the haircut is free. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may see that price and they be like, oh, man, like for a consultation. But you have to understand that I'm trying to we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. You probably found me on social media. 
you're probably coming to me for one of a nine times out of ten if a new client is coming to me i feel like their last barber did something to make them upset and they left and now they're trying to find a new barber so it's Mm -hmm. like it's a reason you're coming to me either you may just you might have just stopped in town for that weekend Mm -hmm. and you found me on social media you know or word of mouth Mm -hmm. you want to try me out okay this is for you to come in and feel comfortable because that session is like an hour and 30 minutes Mm -hmm. the first 10 to 15 minutes i'm talking to you about what do you expect from me? Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to make people comfortable on that. And then, and then again, I've had people say, yo, can I bypass that and just get, get a regular cut. service? And I'd yeah. be like, yeah, if you're comfortable enough with what you see on social media and what you heard from one of my other clients, come on in. I'm mm-hmm. not going to turn you away. Yeah. You don't have to get it. It's an option. Mm-hmm. But it's there for your comfort, not, right. you know, and for mine as well, because I want to make sure I give you the service you want so that if you do return, we know where to go from that first meet. Absolutely. You know? So that's dope. I and mean, you're establishing long-lasting relationships with people. You know, and that's what keeps you, in my opinion, keeps you in business. Yeah. Keeps people like, man, these really cool. It's, it takes the time to get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you're, you are an important part to people's lives. Man. You come man. In here looking, you know what I'm saying? You change people's whole looks about themselves when they yeah. leave this chair, you know? So, yeah, why not want to know, get to know your barber? Exactly. You know? So that makes a lot of sense to me. So... With you trying, you trying to go to more towards the, the mentorship thing, yeah, and establishing man. classes and all that. Yeah, so man. I want to talk about talk about that because I think that's going to be really cool. So have you taken any steps towards making that move yet? Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, finalizing the now the mentoring. What is it? Yeah, it's a mentoring program. So I'm working on the, uh, you know, my paperwork to get the 501c3 and stuff established. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to launch that in April of 2020. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to get it incorporated. I'm working on stuff to get it incorporated by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And getting the board members and all that stuff together for the launch of next year to start to do the events. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to take donations and all that. Uh, my, Let me see. I want to actually be a instructor, mm-hmm. barber instructor. Mm-hmm. So I've been studying for that exam that I plan on taking spring, summer of next year. Dope. Probably, I say, I say summer or fall. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to get myself a, because they taught like their test is mad hard. Yeah. So I want to make sure I'm ready for that. And um, so once I get that done, probably get into a school, you know, learn the ropes mm-hmm. whatever and of course try to branch out and you know start my own one yeah. day in you know in the, later future. In the future yeah, yeah. later in the future yeah because i want to learn as much as i can like that's why i feel like like i can open a shop mm-hmm. but it's kind of like at this point in my life since i've been thinking about it I, i'm like why yeah yeah you know because because barbershops are I mean, they popping up everywhere. You got yeah. the sweets yeah. popping up everywhere now. Mm-hmm. I'm more into like what type of. I mean, a barbershop can leave a legacy, depending mm-hmm. on because barbershops are the pillars of the community, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of people come and network there, and you find out a lot of things at the shop. So, but my whole thing is like I like really want to help people mm-hmm. get. Or find their passion and pursue it, yes. and live it out until yes. they're you know. So if if barbering is something that someone wants to do, and I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I can help them become licensed and get in a shop, and you know, so with the with the whole uh, the organization is trade up, and it's an acronym for teaching, reaching, advancement, development. Education. Okay. Well, I like that. So, and it's basically me not going against four-year colleges, yeah. but more so saying you have other options. Yes. It's good. You know, so I just mm-hmm. want to give them another option because you can go to, like, what I'm trying to do is get this um, linked up with organizations, jobs around the community and stuff and do uh 
training on the job, on job, on the job training. Yes, that's what I want to do. So, like, say for instance, if I got a uh, somebody who wants to go to school to be an electrician mm-hmm. or a plumber or a carpenter, anything like that. So I link them up with a business. They get on the job training. Now they can either once they get their certification, they can work for that company. Mm-hmm. Or they have a certification where they can then go and yes. find a job somewhere experience. else. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Get your experience. Yeah. Now, if you do that, I'm doing this through high school. Mm-hmm. Like, my focus is freshman through senior year, mm-hmm. you know. And you're doing on-the-job training with these companies. You're certified before you get out of school. Now, you have a certification. If you want to go to a four-year school, mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times... A lot of people go to four-year schools and they don't get to graduation day. Right. And then they end up going back home or staying where they at and working a job that they don't really want to work. Yep. But if you already have a certification in something, guess what you can do now if school don't work out for you? You can get right back into a career mm-hmm. and probably it'd be, what college? You go from 18 to 22, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. be under 25 years old. And already starting a career path for yourself. Absolutely. So that's the whole thing Absolutely. I want to do with that organization, man, and mentor these guys and let them know, like, or women, guys, women, I mean, anything, yeah. and let them know, like, hey, you got an option. Yeah. Other options. Like, yeah. don't just, and I, it's not a knock on college, you know. Yeah, so no, if anybody listening to this and thinking I'm against four-year schools, no, man, like, yeah. I'm not. But if you don't, like, it's a lot of these jobs that get that they 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 got a nice yearly salary, man. Yes, without any college, yeah. Needed. You know, and that's a, something I talk to you about my on other show as well because that is and it's, honestly, it's going towards trade schools these days. Like it's probably more the focus that a lot of kids are going for that reason. Mm-hmm. They can you can get jobs like almost instantly if you're yeah. a plumber, HVAC, um, welding because they're needed. Yeah, exactly. They need it right now. Like now. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, like I said, I mean, I went to college. I'm having went to college. But if I knew more about the trade route, who knows where I'd be back mm-hmm. then, you know? So, that's dope. That's, that's dope. So, you, you're going, you're going like, beyond barbering. I yeah. mean, this is, like, yeah. all, you're encompassing everything. I'm not, I'm not going to be a barber for that much longer. Yeah. I probably got about, like I said, it's year 10. I said I wanted to do 20. Yeah. But I may put in, like, another five. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I really want to be teaching yeah. and reaching out to these kids and let yeah. them know, like, we y- y'all can do something. Yeah, y'all something. can do something, and and, yeah. and you can do something great. Yes, but you got to be willing. To, you got to be ready to put the work in. You, got like, you can't look at me or any other barbers that's been in it ten plus years and thinking you're gonna get this in year one to mm-hmm. three. Like, no, like, mm-hmm. and it might maybe. You know, I'm not gonna say that they can't. Yeah, but you know, you you gotta be willing to put the work in, study the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still learning stuff in year ten. Like you know, from cats younger than me, from cats older than me. Like mm-hmm. I learn from anybody. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care who's teaching what, as long as it's like the right teaching. You know, right. like I said, I, I a guy that I felt like was a. Uh, was like uh like he was uh what am I looking for? I guess he was sort of an inspiration mm-hmm. on certain things. Yeah. But then when I got to know him personally, it was like ah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it didn't it didn't it rubbed me the wrong way, so I kinda, you know, I don't really follow his teachings no more just yeah. because of that, you know, yeah. personal stuff. Yeah. And that's why I try to be as transparent as I can with anything. Like that's, that's the best way to be. You know, we all got flaws. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, man, what you wanna know. That's you wanna dope. know something, man. So if I know it, you yeah. know. And that's I think that's what's gonna keep you ahead, is that you're willing to share yeah. what you know. You're willing to listen to anyone. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has something that they can teach you. Oh yeah. You know, I think so. a lot of people I know fail in the industry because they're not willing to listen to people who they think is probably lower than them. Exactly. You know, and that's and that's how a lot of people feel like that. You know, I see it every day. You know, so that's dope that you're doing that. And to me, that's gonna put you ahead. You know, light years in front of people. Thanks. So that's dope. That's dope. So um, obviously, we discussed a lot. Probably probably go for hours more. But oh yeah. Um, 
what advice do you have for some people who are entering the barber world or you know going to the trade route or what's the wish what's, what's your some advice that you would give some people um some advice something let me see something i wish they would have told me mm-hmm um, like I said, study the industry, whatever mm-hmm. industry you're going into, because yeah. it's not even for competition reasons. It's just yeah. to make sure you're on your job, mm-hmm. you know, doing what you need to be doing. Um, get get a mentor mm-hmm. in that in that field. Yes. Educate continuously. Educate themselves mm-hmm. or yourself, who's ever listening. Yeah. Um, Stay positive, yeah. Because it's some, it's some, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be some days where you you gonna try to figure out the next thing, and that next thing ain't coming quick enough. So, you know, stay positive, stay focused, stay mm-hmm. motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. That's dope. That's it. That's, that's yeah, it. Right that's there. The, I mean, yeah, like that's, that's it. That's, that's I mean, that encompasses a lot of different things as yeah. far as being a creative and a entrepreneur and. Like I said, I've seen, obviously not everyone has a personal connection with you like I do, but mm-hmm. I've, what I've seen you do over the past eight years with me, you know, is growing into like just, just a dope individual. You're doing a lot of cool <laughs> things, you know what I'm saying? But seriously though, I man, I just saw, that's why I've not changed it up. I've kept stay with you yeah. throughout the years. Yes, sir. You know, because it's who you are, what you represent. I think you do well for yourself and I think you're just super dope. So I definitely had to get you on the show. Man, I appreciate being here, man. You know. We in your shop fun, right now. Man. Yeah, right here, we're, <laughs> we're in the suite we're right in now. In the suite man. right now, you know what I'm saying? Um, we are the the suite is located. Yeah, let's plug plug everything at 17. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to give uh, the old location, man. I'm tripping. Yeah. I don't even. What is the address of this place? <laughs> I got. Yeah, I got to like... put it in the description. I got to find it. It's Phoenix Salons on Phoenix Salon Suites on West Wendover in the I don't know the name Bradford Park. Yes. Nah, nah. It is Bradford. It? It's Bradford Park Shopping Center. I think Bradford Park Shop was on the other side. It's about it's Target some, and all that. Yeah, right? we at Exporting <laughs> Goods Target. Uh, we right yeah. behind Chipotle beside Avail Smoke Shop. Yeah, like I'm plugging you, all that you, stuff, but you can't miss it. You yeah, miss you can't it. miss it, man. Yeah, yeah. And if if not. Um, or if you do miss it, my you can find me on Instagram, mm-hmm. D Battle Senior. Yes, all together, D B A T T L E S R, and the website is resurrectioncuts.com. Mm-hmm. My man gonna put all that in the description yeah, for everything's y'all, been man. There. So give me the app. Yeah, the yeah. app. You know, Resurrection Cuts on Google Play or. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other thing? The App Store. App Store. Oh, yeah, iPhone, all that people. Android, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All of that. So, yes, like I said, people always ask me who cut my hair until I get a fresh cut from D, and I always written to you. Well, and I cut all walks of life. Yes, yes, absolutely. You, every, Spanish, everyone. Caucasian. Yes. African American. Yes. Whatever. Male, yep. female. It he, don't matter. He does it all, everything. He's learned all that yeah. throughout the years. He's still learning. Still learning. You know what I'm saying? You're deep in the industry. But even in learning freak, and earning. Freaking over probably two decades now. Yeah. <laughs> You've been Pretty much. There. Like, I mean, there, yeah. yeah. What is this? 2019. Yeah. Started in 97. Exactly. Yeah. So you've been cutting hair for yeah, Like I said, I always time. tell people, people like, how long you been cutting hair? And I'm like, licensed? Uh, licensed? 10 or? years. But, <laughs> man, I've been cutting my whole life, basically. Yeah. So you know, what you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, a little you know bit. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, I'm going to plug this information, and I appreciate you for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you for the listeners, and this is it. Later. Peace. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smokes, niggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.